TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We'll get back to your phone calls, 877-337-6666. Earlier in the show, I got on Kevin a little bit. I know it's not, not his fault, but he's producing behind the glass and these great moments... Early in the show, you remember he played the uh, the fake spike play-by-play call of Paul Olden. And I did, told the story about how I was at the game and wasn't very happy about it. But the last two have been much better memories because they were also two games that I was at and had a much better result. And that was David Wells' perfect game and David Cohn's perfect game. I was actually lucky to be at three no-hitters in my life, those two, and also Jim Abbott's no-hitter. So keep the good memories common, Kevin. Appreciate that. Uh, speaking of good memories, we hope the uh, the Jets create some good memories this season, and, and the hype is unbelievable um, as the Jets head into 2023 with Aaron Rodgers on board and a big Hall of Fame week coming up in Canton, Ohio. And joining me live on the line to talk about this, from the Turn On the Jets podcast is Will Parkinson. Will, Peter Schwartz, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited. Just like uh, I'm excited about the Jets. I'm excited about a lot of New York sports right now. I'm like the Mets, but, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're ready to roll. It's, it's, it's amazing. I, I, somebody asked me the other day when was the last time I was this excited about a Jets season. I think it was going into 99, you know, coming off of going to the championship game, getting into the 99 season. And I think a lot of people thought the Jets were going to be, uh, you know, Super Bowl contenders. And then Vinny Testaverde gets hurt on, on opening day. Uh, so the hype is real. The hype is special this year with, with Aaron Rodgers. And I guess, I guess my question would be: Are are you buying into the hype? Yeah, I'm buying into the hype. I was at camp on Thursday, and I haven't seen that that amount of people in a practice, let alone the excitement, the buzz, the. The, the energy he's generated around the team, the positivity, the the hope. Um, I'm buying it just because I think, like, this is a team last year that you felt really good about going in every week defensively. You felt good about the young weapons offensively. You felt good about the coach, generally speaking. It was just the quarterback, and now that you've got a quarterback that is, you know, we talked about last year, obviously the broken thumb. We talked about some of the bruised ribs, the Packers depleted talent offensively, you know, Aaron Rodgers still put up numbers that would be the best numbers in Jets quarterback history. So if you're telling me you get an, and then defense was already a top five defense, added more talent, an offense that, you know, was already had some young talent before Brees mm-hmm. Hall, Ajivera Tucker went down week seven, you add more talent there, all of a sudden you've got a and now you've got this guy who's twelve months removed from back to back MVPs. There's a reason the hype is is there and, and I'm telling you when you you go to Jets camp there's, there's there's a special special buzz and special energy that's that Rodgers has created here that you know you said 99 you know you think of 2010 maybe it may be something similar to that but I can't really remember something you know quite like this yeah the, the fans have bought in I know I have and a lot of people have 
and it's certain that the the offensive players have bought in, as you you know touched on with the you know the lack of really good quarterback play last year. And really, if the Jets had a quarterback of his caliber, or even you know <laughs> anything that was competent last year, the Jets are in the playoffs. But I think also from from everything that I've read and seen on online and all the other reports, it it also seems to me that uh, Rodgers has also had a tremendous impact on the Jets' defense because um, you've seen clips of him talking to guys on the defensive side of the ball and just the fact that the defense has a chance to go up against him in practice really uh, would lead you to believe that it's not just his effect on the offense. It's it's his effect on the entire team and everybody at one Jets drive. Yeah, look, I think this, this can never hurt, right? You You go against somebody in practice daily that's going to make you better, right? It's going to push you. It's going to teach you things. You know, there's obviously the, there's the, the clip of Quinn Williams and him joking around. You know, Quinn found something that, you know, he's going against Lincoln Tomlinson. Lincoln Tomlinson's oversetting one way. And Quinn was beating him, and he's joking with Rodgers, hey, I'm going to tell, you know, I'll tell Lincoln after practice. Rodgers goes, I'm going to go tell him right now. And, you know, Quinn's laughing, but that's the type <laughs> of thing where, you know, maybe a team that doesn't get it maybe goes, you know, Quinn's like, okay, tells him, and, you know, Rodgers doesn't say anything. Rodgers goes, probably goes to Lincoln Tomlinson, hey, man, you're oversetting. Quinn's trying to beat you this way, and now Quinn has to figure out a different way to beat, you know, Lincoln Tomlinson. I think Carl Lawson was quoted, um, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday, saying that, you know, Rodgers is bad for him because he gets the ball out so dang fast that, you know, the <laughs> just, you know, fierce pass rush has no chance to get to the quarterback. Listen, I mean, you know, does, does it hurt Sauce Gardner or does it hurt DJ Reed or Michael Carter that they're going to get tested every day in practice against guys? I think it's fantastic for them. I think, you know, there's so many years where you've gone to Jets camp and you watch practice and go, man, you know, the defense looks good or, man, the offense looks good. And it's never, like, necessarily because they actually look good. It might be because the other side of the ball is not too good. This is one of those years where you go and you just really it's – a, it's a fierce competition every mm-hmm. single rep there's – you know, Garrett Wilson gets to go against Sauce Gardner every day and, you know, beat, make each other better, learn how to beat the guy who's the best cornerback probably in the game versus a guy who's an up-and-coming receiver. And these guys go against, you know, a top-five quarterback every single day in practice. I think you can't do anything but help them and, you know, get them ready to go against a guy like Josh Allen week one. You mentioned uh, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner going up against each other and uh, in advance of, you know, hard knocks starting uh, you know, week after uh, this coming week, I think August, is it August eighth, August 9th, The first episode of Hard Knocks airs where they they released a clip of 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 Sauce and Garrett Wilson going at each other and make trying to make each other better. But uh, not long after that, did we get the news that you know Garrett Wilson, you know, kind of like rolled his ankle at uh, at practice the other day, and the, the Jets don't seem to be too concerned over it what are you hearing about Garrett Wilson and uh, I know we won't see him in the Hall of Fame game but uh, do you expect to see him back at, at practice anytime soon yeah I think you'll see him back pretty quickly here um he's not going to be back until he's 100 percent as he shouldn't be um, I, I just think the Jets will they'll kind of put the kid gloves on him you know, make sure he's taken well taken care of it's one of those situations where you saw him roll the ankle and you kind of immediately knew all right <laughs> he's done for the day like let's uh, mm-hmm. let's put this guy in bubble wrap um, no, I, I think he's you know be more than fine. I bet you he's practicing. You know, maybe it's worst case he misses a couple of days of practice. They got the Hall of Fame game, you know, a week uh, in about a week. You know, and then obviously Tuesday, next Tuesday, the eighth, I guess Hard Knocks comes out. But um, yeah, you want to see probably Garrett Wilson practice for a couple of days. But it's again, you know, there's no question he'll be ready for Week One, and um, he's a guy that 
you kind of already know what you're getting. Practice is only there to is only there to help the chemistry, but uh, it seems you know every clip you watch, everything you hear, everyone you talk to in the building, you cannot wait to just you know have everyone see what Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers can do together. Very much like uh, you know Rodgers and Devontae. You know, out in Green Bay. So yeah, Garrett Wilson will be fine. Um, it was nothing, nothing too major. Um, and I, I expect him to be, you know, back in practice if not this week with the Hall of Fame game coming up next week. Um, going into preseason game number two. We're talking to Will Parkinson here on the fan. He's from Turn On the Jets podcast, and he's uh, gracious enough on this early Sunday morning to spend some time talking Game Green with us. I mentioned earlier about the you know the Hall of Fame game coming up Thursday in Canton, Jets and Browns, and um, I think we already found out Aaron Rodgers will not play. In fact, the only preseason action he'll probably see, if any, will be in the you know, giant preseason game. But it would not it would not be a surprise to a lot of people that you you wouldn't see any um, you know starters in the game on on Thursday. In fact, in, in fact, I think Thursday night would be just a chance for Jet fans to see you know who has a chance to make this team and you know what players could surprise. As training camp evolves, when when you look at uh, what we might see on Thursday night against the Browns, uh, what do you look for, and is there a name or two that you've seen in camp so far that fans should look look for on uh, on TV on Thursday when they're watching this game? Yeah, like you mentioned, you know, no, no starters will play on Thursday. Um, you know, talking to a bunch of players, you know, starters, guys like that, you won't hear that, you won't see them play um, much at all this preseason. You know, Robert Sala referenced it. Um, in an interview, I believe on ESPN Radio uh, a couple days ago, basically that you know, if anything, the Giants, you know, during the Giants team, they might get some reps. Um, you'll see a lot more guys middle to bottom of the roster. Look, they just have a deep roster. You know, you're talking about guys that you know they've got a they've got a hell of a fight for you know roster spots 49, 50, 51, 52, 53. Now this isn't taking its straws, and you know the 2020 Jets that were. You know, t- tanking for uh, you know, tanking for Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. These are some talented guys bottom of the roster. Two names you mentioned. Um, two names I'll I'll give you offensively. One, Jason Brownlee, wide receiver. He's an undrafted free agent. They gave him the most money of any undrafted free agent. They gave this offseason. He's made play after play. There's the he went. You know, he beat Sauce Gardner in a double move. I'd argue might have been a face mask on Jason Brownlee, but regardless, <laughs> uh, you know, beat Sauce Gardner the other day. He's a guy that. Um, you know, he's just made an impact. He's a, he's a 50-50 ball, jump ball guy, uh, super talented, you know, should have been drafted. Robert Solid mentioned that, you know, they were looking at him, you know, rounds four, five, six, and seven in the draft. And uh, while they didn't end up drafting him, they ended up being able to sign him. So he's a receiver. He'll make some, you, you hope to see him make some plays. I think he's a real shot to make the roster. Another name, uh, rookie running back Travis Dye at USC, undrafted free agent as well. Another guy that should have been drafted, Travis Biden, up tearing his ACL actually later in the year this year. He's already back and looks fantastic. Uh, he's made a couple cuts in practice for a guy who you go, how did this guy tear his ACL seven, eight months ago? I mean, he looks unbelievable. So those are two names I think will get a ton of action Thursday night in Ohio. And I think those are guys that, you know, while Die, if they sign Dalvin Cook, Die probably doesn't have a great chance to make the roster just because of a loaded running back room. He's a guy who could stick around the practice squad. So Die and Brownlee are two names to watch offensively. While you won't see the ones, you know Brownlee was running with the ones uh, with Garrett Wilson out. So he's a legitimate, uh, you know, candidate to make the fifty-three man roster. You mentioned his name. I was going to get to it. Great segue. Dalvin Cook is going to visit with the Jets later on today, and has been in town for a couple of days, and a lot of 
you know, speculation that uh, that he's leaning towards signing with with the Jets. He has no other visits scheduled, but certainly the Patriots are lurking. The Dolphins are lurking. If the Jets somehow let Dalvin Cook out of the facility without a signed contract, uh, what are you hearing on this? And uh, do you think at the end of the weekend that Dalvin Cook will be wearing a Jets green uniform? Yeah, look, you mentioned Dalvin Cook visiting. This has been one of those uh, one of those sagas. I know you, you know, I know your Jets fandom, and and I and trust me, I think everyone goes, "Oh man, what's going on here? Was he using the Jets? You know, what's what's happening?" Um, he made the super team comment yesterday, and I, I saw Twitter, and fans were like, "No, no, please don't use the super team thing." Um, <laughs> regardless, right? Uh, no, like I think this gets done. Um, you know, like the Jets want to rush. They do not want to rush Brees Hall back. Right? He's reached twenty three miles an hour on the on the. Uh, you know, on his speed and Bruce Holt's fantastic. Robert Sala mentions him as this chisel up 225 pounds. So, you know, the, the biggest thing right now is just connecting him, you know, mentally with the knee, making sure he's full go and can be the player he was last year. I think any fan of the game wants to see Bruce Hall back 100%. The best thing for the Jets would be to, to kind of slow roll Bruce Hall early in the year. Maybe he's active, he's playing, but not playing 20, he's not getting 20, 25 carries, not playing at the level he was last year, that way, second half of the year when the Jets make a playoff run, you know, he's ready to go. So I think Dalvin Cook makes a ton of sense. You know, you talk to people in Minnesota, he still has that like, maybe 100, 150 carry kind of, you know, mm-hmm. ability in him. He's maybe not the bell cow he was three or four years ago. You know, in his mid-20s, he's only 28 years old, coming off a fresh shoulder surgery. So the biggest thing for the Jets is make sure the shoulder's okay, make sure he's, he's all bought in. But, you know, you talk to people around the league, you talk to people, you know, inside the building, I'd be pretty surprised if he's not a Jet. Um, you know, we're not talking about him as a Jet early next week or maybe at the end of the weekend. You know, maybe by the end of today. Um, again, they got to check out the shoulder. They got to they got to cross off some T's, dot some I's. But he's a guy that again provides some depth, provides a veteran presence alongside Aaron Rodgers, especially here in the year with that schedule. You want to have a guy who Aaron Rodgers trusts, especially on maybe third downs and pass pro. Um, maybe it's you know being able to dump the ball off to. Is Dalvin Cook the same player he was again two, three years ago? Maybe not, mm-hmm. but again, Pro Bowler a year ago, fully healthy now. So, you know, you look at him. I think it's an it's an ad for the Jets that makes a ton of sense. He keeps them out of the division as well. Again, you mentioned New England. They had Zeke Elliott yesterday. Miami drafted Devin Ache out of Texas A&M, who's a talented player. So, yeah, the Jets. You keep him away from Miami. You keep him away from New England. You keep him away from Buffalo, who's lost Naheem Hines as well. And, you know, you again, you get a good player who's a guy that's looking to win four straight Pro Bowls. So, um, you know, it makes a ton of sense for the Jets. Again, once that physical is done, it kind of feels like, you know, do the Jets offer the, the right number, that five, six, maybe $7 million range? And Rodgers did give up $35 million of his own money, uh, you know, about 48 hours ago. So, you know, it makes a ton of sense, and I expect, uh, expect Coach to sign with the Jets. You know, Will, if there's one spot on the team that, you know, with all the hype and all the excitement and all the giddiness going into the season, if there's one area of concern on the team, to me at least, it would be on the offensive line, which I I think will eventually shake out the way the Jets wanted to. But obviously, Mekhi Becton coming back from the injury, and he, you know, he missed a day or two of practice this week, you know, when his knee was barking a little bit, and there's still this question as to how things are going to shake out. Uh, at center, will Joe Tipman, a draft pick, eventually you know, be the starting center? How do you look at the Jets' offensive line, and uh, do you have any level of concern about it going into the season? Yeah, look, I think you, you have to be concerned in, in some sense. I'm not as concerned as others, just because I feel like 
on paper, it is a talented group. It's a group that has a ton of depth, which, you know, they, they frankly haven't had in a long time. You look last year, the Jets were allergic to keeping tackles healthy. Every It felt like every single week, whoever started left tackle or right tackle was going to get a season-ending injury. It was horrible, right? I mean, you go back to, you know, they even moved Elijah Vera Tucker from guard to tackle, and he got out, he got injured for the season. Dwayne Brown had a torn rotator cuff. Max Mitchell had blood clots. Mackay back in the knee. Um, on and on, it was like, man, this is this is truly something special. But look, the Jets need to get some injury luck on the offensive line. So the you know on offensive line, you know Joe Tippmann's a guy who super talented second round pick. I expect him to start. You look at the contract they gave a guy like Connor McGovern, who's been a starter here for three years. You know they drafted Joe Tippmann with a top fifty pick. They gave Connor McGovern basically a veteran minimum deal. I think they expect Tippmann to start there. I'd expect, you know, Dwayne Brown to start on the left side. He should be, you know, a little bit better than he was last year, more like the Dwayne Brown early on in the year. Again, a guy that was playing through a torn rotator cuff at age 38, which is truly insane. If you really think about it, you know, he's playing quarterback for Zach Wilson and Mike White and Joe Flacco in his late 30s with coming off a bunch of all pros. So, um, again, Lincoln Thomason should be improved. So uh, I'm not as concerned as most just because I feel like the talent, the investment is there. It's all going to come down to, you know, can this group get two weeks of solid practice going into week one as a starting five? Can they establish that unit, and can they just roll with it? Um, you see Max Mitchell get a ton of ones reps. Dwayne Brown mm-hmm. should be back this week. So, again, I'm not overly concerned, but, again, if, if you point to one group on the on the roster, I'd say linebacker next to C.J. Mosley and Quincy Williams, and then offensive line. Can they get a formidable five? you know, five-man rotation, you know, can they get that group, get building some chemistry, build it, you know, build some rapport with Aaron Rodgers, you know, for a couple of weeks leading into week one. It's just something they simply have not done in a long time. And they can keep Aaron Rodgers upright. He's a quarterback that provides an incredible amount of talent, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you look at the way he grades out. Um, when he's, you know, when you protect him, he's a top five quarterback. And when you don't, you know, he's a guy who's 39. And while he does create plays, you know, you're going to you get yourself in trouble if you – to start letting your uh, 39-year-old quarterback get hit too much. couple minutes left with Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets podcast, and you can follow Will on Twitter at uh, Wilpa, W-I-L-L-P-A-11, W-I-L-L-P-A-11 uh, on Twitter, and he's a great follow, great Jets information. And, boy, you know, for you, you know, you're living the great life right now because, you know, you're, you're, you know, the podcast is doing great. The Jets are um, have all kinds of expectations, and you you just got married, and you just saw Luke Combs in concert in in Philadelphia. So who's better than Will Parkinson these days? Yeah, look, man, uh, <laughs> uh, who's got it better than us? You know, obviously, you look back at the this Rex Ryan quotes, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like I'm living it right now. Right, it's uh, <laughs> something special. I got very lucky at a you know beautiful wedding, uh, beautiful wedding week ago, and um you know got offered to go see luke holmes which was our wedding song and the whole thing was pretty awesome um didn't i'm not sure i appreciated the the eagles chance which sounded just like jeff's chance to try to get him going but uh to no to no avail i guess we'll see week six but no I, it's it's awesome right now and look the jets are providing a ton of content but i i truly believe it's one of those seasons that the content's not unwarranted um this isn't like the fake hype machine that you kind of you see sometimes around teams i think the jets the jets kind of earned this they've slow rolled this for a long time and they, they've slowly built this roster with top end talent guys that are incredibly likable you know easy to root for it's easy to root for a sauce garden it's easy to root for a, a garrett wilson you know even guys that are maybe more rotational pieces you look at a you know a bryce huffer you know maybe it's a tyler conklin guys are just great with you know you see my practice they're great with kids etc cetera, etc cetera. and 
the Jets have got a lot of awesome hype right now, and it's it's fun to talk about on a daily basis knowing this team has potential to be super special. And look, Rogers winning a title here. I'm not sure the comp. I know that I've heard the Messier comp with the Rangers because they hadn't won in such a long time. I think it'd be it'd blow that out of the water. So. <laughs> um, bringing bringing a winning team. Look, the Jets have been the longest playoff drought of four major sports here in the U.S., and they've now got this you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, arguably top three, top four guy all time, strong in here, taking pay cuts to be a Jet. I mean, who's got it better than the Jets right now? People have asked me, well, uh, what my reaction would be if the Jets went to the Super Bowl, and my wife would immediately uh, you know, interject. I, I would literally have to take him to the hospital because he'll have a heart attack. So that that would be my reaction if the Jets. Yeah, fired. Uh, I mean, I I don't know how else to react <laughs> if that happened. Yeah, I don't know what are you supposed to do with your hands. You're just kind of. I would just be standing there like in in shock. Um, I thought to myself, actually, my wife actually asked me this. Um, this, you know, she was like, "Oh, what? You know, I'm excited for you to go on. You know, WF fan, et cetera, et cetera. What? You know, what if they asked you about the Jets going to Super Bowl? And I said. I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. I'd be incredibly excited. Be oh, so, awesome. let, so, wait, so let me ask you the question. What would, what would you do if the Jets went to the Super Bowl? I'd find out <laughs> when, if the NFL is going to actually, you know, let me uh, credential, can they credential me for the game, which I'm credentialed by the NFL, but I would be like, can I get some free tickets? Because I'm, I'm on a plane to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Well, thank you so much for a few minutes. Congratulations on the success of, of the Turn on the Jets podcast. Also, congrats again on your recent nuptials and look forward to seeing you during the season. Thanks so much, man. Looking forward to it and uh, you know, keep up the great work. All right, thanks, Will. Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets podcast. Again, you can follow him at Willpa11. That's at W-I-L-L-P-A-11 on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling that social media platform these days. We'll be back with more of your phone calls. We'll get back to the calls at 877-337-6666. Peter Schwartz with you on The Fan up until 7. We're coming back after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at 4. Donchich. The step back 3. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 